Are you awake yet? We are ready to talk about a glorious night for the New York Liberty and a challenging time ahead for the Washington Mystics. Locked on women's basketball starts now. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Magdal. I want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. More than 100,000 of you showed up for us last month alone. We are on track to break that record here in September. Amazing to see what you do for us as we show up for you six days a week. Thank you. Make sure you're subscribing to get not only our regular podcasts, but our shorts as well, live from WNBA arenas. Coming from your entire team over at The Next, thenextsoups.com, where we have over 100 reported pieces every single month on women's basketball. By the way, we're now talking limited partnerships and collaborations for 2024. Go to editors at thenexthoops.com. Drop me an email. Having those conversations for like-minded individuals, make sure you subscribe as well. $9 a month, $72 a year. It goes to pay really important voices in women's basketball journalism, like the great Jackie Powell, who has a story right now up at thenextsoups.com about a fantastically entertaining night at Barclays Center, the New York Liberty 90 to 85 winners over the Washington Mystics. We're going to go over everything that happened and what it means in segment one, segment two, a little more into how the Liberty are built moving forward. Segment three, the better matchup for the next round. Of course, we're going to find out tonight who the Liberty are going to play next. Will it be the Connecticut Sun? Will it be the Minnesota Lynch? Game three at Target Center. You're not going to want to miss that one. But Let's talk first, Jackie Powell, about just the immediate aftermath of that game. What was the mood like among the New York Liberty players that you had the chance to talk to last night? Oh, they, they were absolutely relieved. That was the sense I got from them. And it was really interesting, actually, <clears throat> the way the press conferences ran where we spoke to the mystics first and they were really raw and their emotion was really heightened and dramatic. And it's, it's a sports writer's dream. Right. But then I was like, Hmm, why do the Liberty, like they seem happy, but they don't seem as like outright emotional. Mm-hmm. And so when I spoke to the people I talked to, so at the podium, it was John Quill Jones and Stewie. Then in the scrum afterwards, it was Courtney Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu. And, and Kayla Thornton. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were all talking about this unified sense of relief. It was, thank God we don't have to go to D.C. Like, we really don't. We did not want to go to D.C., and we fought to not go to D.C. 
It was very close, though, <laughs> to all of us going to D.C. for game three and covering a winner-take-all game, a game that the Liberty trailed 78-76 late in the fourth quarter, but a critical offensive rebound by John Quell Jones. Eric Tebow, head coach in the Mystics, told us afterwards, she's big and good, by way of explaining why John Quell Jones is so difficult. It's hard to argue with either of those points, but... You know, from my perspective, and I, you know, I was there covering it with you last night, as uh, all of you in the audience who follow us on YouTube, again, got the chance to see the short as well, well know. And seeing John Paul Jones, I wrote about this at the Nine newsletter, there's a lightness to her, this feeling throughout, like she is, she feels more at peace where she is now. And it's not a reflection on her son tenure to me so much as it is a reflection on the people that have surrounded her. But, you know, take me through what you think this is role-wise as a fit for John Paul Jones, even as we acknowledge it is a luxury to <clears throat> have multiple recent MVPs in your starting lineup. So you're asking about what sort of her role has morphed into be? Yes. Mm -hmm. And why, why again, and, and, and you wrote about this, about the importance that you, the, the subhead you used was John Paul Jones's game deciding double-double. And I just think that's such an interesting way to think about it as a difference maker in a critical moment, rather than a difference maker who has to lift the whole team on her shoulders. Oh my God, absolutely. I mean, I, I think you could even think about the way in which John Quill Jones has played against the Las Vegas Aces this season to be able to frame what that role is. And when we saw her play against the Aces, we were able to see it come to light. But then in this game against the Washington Mystics, where she clearly was the key to mismatching the Mystics and to exploiting the Mystics, we saw it even more. And so that role is, you know, getting the ball to JJ either on a deep seal or having her in pick and roll able to create, which let me tell you, that was so fun watching her create on pick and roll. Like, oh my God. I feel like in watching her these past few years, I didn't really get to see that. And initially, mm -hmm. in a Liberty uniform, we didn't get to see it so much either. It was more JJ would be trying to seal, or she'd be setting screens on the perimeter, or she'd be on the perimeter waiting for a kickout. But to see JJ just sort of ISO one-on-one, -on -one, you can really see how talented and how skilled she is. Mm -hmm. And... It's not just the scoring, it's it's the rebounding, it's how she pursues the basketball, it's how she, when she is, well, I hate the cliche locked in. They've been saying it so much, it drives me nuts. I know. I'm going to use a synonym for it. When she is motivated to win, and the whole team was, they did not want to go to D.C., she is pretty damn close to unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And for her to be able to perfectly execute <clears throat> a play 
late in the game to try to tie it up after Sabrina Ionescu missed that first free throw. I mean, that's high-level execution. That's execution that the Mystics multiple times were not able to complete. You need to have a very special player to be able to do that. John Paul Jones, of course, is such a special player, and it was such a big deal that they were able to add her to this team. I kept thinking on the way home last night about the fact that in the same deal, they were able to add Kayla Thornton as well. And you highlighted what KT has been able to do for this Liberty team. But just, uh, my goodness, uh, Jonathan Culp's prime executive of the year, I think. Uh, Kayla Thornton, do you think uh, do you think there's a broader understanding now of just what she brings to this Liberty team? Oh, God, yes. I mean... And I know within that locker room. I mean, beyond the locker room. <clears throat> I think when people watch Liberty games and are at Liberty games and they see what she's doing, she makes it very obvious by how she plays. And for the fans <clears throat> there, you, like, saw her, like, rolling on the floor, like, getting I was trying to look and see who the people were who she bumped into but she was trying to save a loose ball like that is the quintessential Kayla Thornton the quintessential Kayla Thornton is also and I watched this play multiple times after when Courtney Vandersloot was blocked by Shatori Walker Kimbrough and mind you Shatori Walker Kimbrough is very sneaky with how long she is a really nice block. Kayla Thornton was almost like, I don't know, the flash, how she was sort of able to like <laughs> see the whole thing happen and just be like, you know, zoom over there. Like she saw it happen like no one else on the floor. And she found a way to position herself to get the ball in a spot where no one else on the floor was. And Put back. Easy. Boom. Score. It is no small thing that Kayla Thornton so often has to guard. The best player on the opposing team has a defensive points per possession of 0.818 this year for the New York Liberty. A She makes winning plays always, as Courtney Vandersloot put it. So we're going to talk a little more about Kayla Thornton, a little more about how this team comes together. But first... And talk to you guys at home about Jace Medical and, of course, the Jace case. And uh, let's be real about it. It is not always so easy to get a doctor's appointment. It's not so easy to get some basic medical attention that you need. So doctors have come together to put the Jace case in your hands. Five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. Here's how it works. You fill out a simple online form. In some cases, you jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Again, this is all doctor overseen as you do it. Make sure that you're prepared. If it's a night, if it's a weekend, the Jace case is there to help you weather the medical storm. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical but you can even get more than that. Another $20 off by using the code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. 
and it's the code locked on. So as we think through the particulars of how this team came together, I, I, I don't want to get off at KT yet because Benajelani again had a wonderful game. Benajelani has another level in the playoffs. I know that has almost become a cliche, but you can look at the numbers. You can look at her efficiency. You can look at her scoring. What she is able to do, there is an intensity that Laney brings that is undeniable. And so it was a big deal in this game when Benajelani gets her third foul, third personal foul, 31-27, mid-second quarter. What do you do in that? case in that scenario as i've said on this program before jonathan cole built the noah's ark of rosters and there happens to be uh, i mean it's a crazy thing the ability to bring kayla thornton in what did you see out of kt in that spot and i, I mean i just i'll just flat out do you think they win this game without her i don't think they do they don't win this game without kayla thornton i mean you can look at the box score and you can see okay they're not flashy but the numbers are the numbers we're talking six points and three rebounds two of which were offensive rebounds no way do they win this game without Kayla Thornton doing what she did and you know when you talk about the Noah's Ark of, of rosters I will say that Kayla Thornton who does not have, maybe I'll say yet, the offensive versatility that Benajah Laney has. I mean, when you see Laney just, you know, at will creating, at will driving on Ariel Atkins and making her pay. I mean, we've actually, against the Connecticut Sun, there was a wild moment where KT like scored off a pick and roll. It was like a mid-range jumper and Sandy Brondello was like, what? You have that in you? So, you know, maybe Kayla Thornton is still growing and she needed a space like the New York Liberty and she will be there for the next two years after this season to maybe work with her on player development and think, is there another level that Kayla Thornton can reach? I am putting anything past Kayla Thornton and what she has done. I, I just... I just remember at the time, we talked about it at the time, it's, you know, you bring in John Paul Jones, that's a win. We talked about you bring in Ella Thornton, that's a win. To, to get them both in the same deal, uh, and granted, J.J. had requested a trade, and so it's not, you know, a fair fight, I guess might be the way to put it as you're negotiating that. But Kayla Thornton hadn't requested a trade. And now she's here and the Liberty may not advance without her. So for all the flashiness of the off season with JJ, with Brianna Stewart, uh, who uh, to be fair, like Brianna Stewart has been pretty helpful too. Um, I, I think the Liberty are, are better with Brianna Stewart than without her. I'm not say, saying otherwise. <laughs> However, it also, and, and, and the mystics are a great example of this. You know, you needed everyone to participate in this win tonight. And on a night that Natasha Cloud was as transcendent as I've ever seen her, uh, not also getting that 
from Elena Deladon, who was clearly not 100%. You didn't see it from the first quarter. She was not moving around the way she normally does. And we did more of that tomorrow on the program. We're going to have Jen Hatfield, the Mystic Beat reporter, here to talk about it. But you needed all hands on deck in order to win a playoff series against a team that Sandy Brundella herself said, you know, but for injuries would have been a top three, top four team in the Washington Mystics. So Kayla Thornton, just, just a huge, huge accomplishment. I, I do want to talk about Sabrina Inescu as well. Uh, and uh, you explained it very well, I thought, in your story about the fact that Sabrina was, mm-hmm. you know, face guarded by Natasha Cloud is a nice way of putting it. Natasha Cloud was on her in the way that Cloud is. And you can see it. We, we laughed about it. Like from the first possession where you see her, there is no space between the two of them. And that's how Cloud did it all night. But there were a couple of ways in which Sabrina managed to make the most of that and take what the uh, defense gave her in that, in, in that instance. Take me through it. What did you see? I mean, what we saw was Sabrina became... In the first half, she became a driver and a penetrator. And she was scoring at the basket. And you used a very interesting term next to me. It was, I don't know if it was overcompensation or I think that's what it was. Overpursuit. Overpursuit. Yeah. And that's sort of what the mystics were doing because they wanted to take away her three-point shooting, and to be quite honest, the three-point shooting of the Liberty, and they did a very good job of that. But, okay, so you take away Sabrina Ionescu's three-point shooting. She also is a combo guard for a reason. So she had six assists, I believe, Mm -hmm. and what also made Sabrina Ionescu... Five, but yes. Very impressive. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But what also makes Sabrina Unescu Unescu is her ability to get on the boards. And just watching her pursue the basketball in the way that she was. Obviously, it helps when you have Brianna Stewart and John Quell Jones boxing out. But you also, as a guard, you have to have the will and the want to to go get the basketball and start the break. And... She almost finished with a double-double amid Natasha Cloud's fronting. And despite that pressure, one turnover all night. Not making mistakes is as critical in a game like this as making those plays. As we saw late in that game, the the rare misstep. Natasha Cloud had two turnovers all night, but one of them, I'm sure she'll be replaying in her head for decades. That that throwaway pass with just over 10 seconds to go, Mystics had a chance to have the ball tied and go get a winning shot there in regulation. She referenced it. You know, uh, Tasha's always entirely real, entirely herself, and talked about it in the post game uh, about that, you know, that was a screw up. Again, it should not and does not, to my mind, overshadow the performance she put out there, but it, it happened. And the fact that Sabrina had only one turnover all night playing more than 40 minutes on the floor is significant in and of itself. I want to get into the days ahead, what it all means for the Liberty and who they might play in segment three. But first, 
want to talk to you guys at home about FanDuel. And, and FanDuel is so interesting, Jackie. They mentioned this league called the National Football League. And uh, you can snap into NFL action with FanDuel, America's number one sports, but up and coming new league, I guess. Um, apparently, there are two teams right in New York who who play the both the hold on it's the Giants and the Jets. Are you familiar? I, I'm familiar with one of them. The, mm -hmm. the Giants really sound familiar. Giant Giants are here. Giants. Uh, they lost 40 to nothing in their opener. They um, they won in a thrilling comeback in week two. And if you go to FanDuel, you can now, as a new customer, get $200 in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet. So somebody who bet on the Giants, uh, $5, whether they had won or lost against the Arizona Cardinals, would have gotten $200 in bonus bets. And you can bet on spreads, player props, um, like will Aaron Rodgers – uh, win the MVP this year, I would bet no, given his uh, Achilles uh, over-unders. There's even more. Uh, so go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. It's funny. I, I, I feel like New York sports fans are so spoiled with the Liberty. And that's obviously the conventional wisdom everybody talks about. Like, oh, this is a glorious time in New York because the Liberty are so great. But to be fair, not all the New York sports teams are performing as well as the Liberty these days. And um, it's just something that everyone's so, you know, oh, let's focus on the women's sports side of things. But let's, you know, we mustn't forget about the men, right? Nope. It was really funny, Howard. Actually, I saw a real that is circulating online. Yeah. Someone did a Billy on the street type thing outside a Barclays Center. And someone kept asking, would you rather, if you had an opening day ticket to see the Jets or the Giants, would you, if I were to give that to you for your Liberty ticket, would you do it? They all said no. <laughs> they were all like, I want to be here. I want to be here with my friends. I want to be here with the people I enjoy watching Liberty basketball with. And that's quite incredible when you think about the history of the franchise, but we are not here to talk yet about the history of the franchise. No, but, but, but you, you set me up really nicely. Um, I did. You did. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this on my train ride home yesterday and I've covered this team for a long time. And it always felt, I remember describing this to, to my wife about, about the experience, like you were going into a secret society and you go into the arena, whether it was Madison Square Garden or the thimble uh, that is known as Westchester County Center. And it was like you were with people who cared about this and then you would leave the arena and there was nothing resonating beyond that. And there was no, there wasn't um, signage even when you got outside and people would kind of scatter and it was not this larger community experience. And I say that to contrast it with last night and the crowd yet again at Barclays Center feeling enormous. And I get on my train 
and everyone's wearing Liberty stuff. And, you know, we did all our post games. These were people who wanted to stick around, who wanted to linger, who wanted to experience things longer and then go home. And everyone was buzzing about that game on the way home on this train for me. And that was so striking to me, this just feeling of like, there's a larger understanding of how great the product is in the WNBA and specifically with the Liberty, what they are, how they perform. It is just a perfect melding of time and place to me, how the Liberty arise into the occasion right now here in New York. And I think they're going to take advantage. I think they're already taking advantage and seeing this moment. I got to tell you, this is how long-term relationships with communities are forged with their sport, their sports teams. It's what's happened in Minnesota. And it's why less than two days after Minnesota Lynch advanced to that game three, they're playing tonight that they were able to sell out the entire lower bowl. And it's for many. That's amazing. It's amazing, but it's, it's a tribute to that. Minnesota has built what Carly Knox has built on the business side, what Cheryl Reeve has built on the basketball side. And it's what is happening in real time in New York, uh, a place where the team had been left for dead by previous owner, James Dolan. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And it's very different. It's we're not in Westchester anymore, Jackie Powell. So many times last night, I'm never going to stop saying that. I'm never going to stop saying that. Yeah. We're not in Westchester anymore. We're, the media section is not blocked off by cameras and you can actually see the game. There are more than 10 people allowed at any one time. You couldn't even hold a minion at Westchester County Center because you'd be over capacity. There's a little joke from my Jewish friends. Shana Tova, everybody. So tonight, the Minnesota Lynch play the Connecticut Sun. Who was the better matchup? The Minnesota Lynch did come in. We saw it happen. Mm-hmm. And the New York Liberty at Barclays, and they did it without Nafisa Collier earlier this year. The Liberty, of course, had that great comeback win against the Connecticut Sun in Connecticut. I think New York's obviously a difficult matchup for either one. If you're in New York, who are you rooting for as the team that you want them to face? I, I, know, I, I know they would never admit it. But who would you, if you're Sandy Brandella, who are you hoping wins? Um, <clears throat> I think it has to be the Lynx because they are much, they are not very battle tested. Mm-hmm. Um, although Nafisa Collier has had quite a good track record going up against Brianna Stewart. I will never forget in the bubble how she was able <clears throat> to the best of her ability to neutralize Stewie. Um, But that 2020 Seattle Storm team, what stood out about it was how deep it was. Okay, what are the similarities with the 2023 New York Liberty? How deep they are. No doubt. So the thing about the Lynx is they're incredibly immature. And I think we saw that in how game one went. They're incredibly well coached. (laughs) because of how they won in game two. Isn't that a maturity of the roster too? I, I mean, that's a roster growing up in a hurry. Uh, you know, Dorka Yuhas coming up big in that moment. You've got, you've got battle tested Rachel Bannon with that huge shot late, that dagger in the final minute to seal it. I understand what you're saying. You know, it's a young team, 
I don't know. They seem like they're growing up fast. I I mean, think about besides the the game that was lost on mm-hmm. a back to back, and that's an important caveat. No doubt. The Liberty <clears throat> were able to beat the Lynx following that game by exploiting the advantage they had with John Quell Jones. And, and with depth, that's true. Yeah, listen, I, I mean, there were times last night where you could just see Maisha Hines-Allen is an excellent player in this league, and she's healthy, and that is beautiful and delightful, and I'll have to look up what state she's from. And to me, it was like seeing her out there against John Quell Jones, it was just asking too much of her. I mean, it's yeah. just the, the height difference, the size difference. You go back to Eric T-Bone, what he said, you know, she's big and good. You know, it's just very, very difficult. And I don't know that there's an obvious answer for how the Minnesota Lynch defend John Paul Jones. But let's be real. I don't know that there's an obvious answer in this league for how you defend John Paul Jones. Maybe come finals time if Las Vegas defeats Dallas and it's Asia Wilson, but that opens up a whole other can of worms. If you're making Asia Wilson work that hard, who else comes in to defend, let's say, Brianna Stewart, who is a reasonably decent player in her own right? Two of everything, including MVP caliber stretch bids. Just a remarkable thing. Well, we are out of time, but it is delightful always to see you, Jackie Powell, and I appreciate you on the program. If you haven't seen it, folks at home, go to thenetsoups.com, read Jackie's. It is a journey, as they always are, in the best and most glorious way. Come take that journey with Jackie Powell. That's a trip I'll take anytime. Make sure you're with us tomorrow for Jen Hatfield, talking Washington Mystics. She and I are going to have a chance to talk to um, not one, but two Tebow's ahead of that one. So we'll let you know what both Eric and Mike had to say, and we will continue on rolling forward WNBA uh, second round semifinal playoff preview with the great Natalie Heverin on Friday, WNBA retrospect on Saturday. As always, it just keeps on going until then. I am Howard Megdal. And I'm Jackie Powell. We are wishing all of you a wonderful Wednesday. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free.
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.